Hey, Pulp fans. Thanks for your support. Whether you're subscribing to the podcast through iTunes, visiting PulpMX.com, streaming the show via the Stitcher app on your smartphone, or buying from our show sponsor, BTOsports.com, without you, we could not do this. You can still type M-A-T-T-H-E-S upon checkout at BTOsports.com if your order is $100 or more for a discount. Lastly, for some insider info and maybe a laugh or two, follow Mathis's Twitter updates at twitter.com slash pulpmx. episode of the Steve Mathis Show, there is a high chance ability. You will either learn something a lot of people don't know. You left thinking or make you say to yourself, dude, that's so funny. The bottom line is this podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview. Welcome to the BTOsports.com podcast show brought to you by Racer X, hosted by Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show. As usual, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. I want to just throw in real quick, any order over $7.99 gets you free international shipping, uh, folks. So the, what a deal that is. Um, hey, Anaheim 1 just finished. It's, uh, it's early Tuesday morning here, and I'm having my trouble getting my head wrapped around what happened. So I called on a couple of experts, and that would be none other than RacerX's David Pingree and Jason Wygant. Uh, what's up, guys? This is a Racer X three-way, man. This is huge. Yeah, this is uh, – I'm back with Racer X, and this is officially sanctioned by Racer X. Yeah, I'm allowed to do this now. This isn't, like, underground. Yeah. I'm really excited. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to all be back together. I want to just give you guys a big hug. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to, too. If you guys were here, I would just take you and crush you with my big mittens. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Anaheim 1 is in the books, and uh, what a race it was. Ping, if you had to take away one thing from uh, from Anaheim One, what is the theme this year? What's what what did you see? What did you think uh, of everything that went down? Here's I got here's here's what I think. Not to poop on your guys's point, or maybe maybe maybe. Well, what do you think? No, wait. Here's what I think. No, okay. but but I wanted yeah. to. Maybe you didn't understand. I want to put these eggs on okay. and have some breakfast. Go ahead. He, no, maybe you didn't understand the question because it wasn't that good. It was sort of broad based. But here's what here's what I'm looking for. What I took okay. away was that perhaps James Stewart or anybody, Ryan Villapoto or anybody, cannot make up for a bad start anymore like they used to be able to. That's what I took away from it. Maybe the level has been up where you're not going to be able to slice through that pack if you're a James Stewart or Ryan Villapoto. That's what I took away from it. So, Ping, what, what, what did you take away? Well, I think for me the, the biggest question mark I had going in um, – was Stewart. 
you know, like everyone was writing Villapoto off, and I, I was like, eh, I wouldn't do that. I mean, he's going to be gnarly. And uh, I knew Dungey would be good. But Stuart was just such a question mark. He hasn't raced in so long, you know. Um, and even last year, the couple rounds he did, it was like, I don't know, Dungey was giving him all he could handle, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of guess I forgot what his speed was really like. And, you know, he just showed again. Because really, honestly, I know you're saying you can't make up from a start, but he came from way back, you know, yeah. way, way back. And at the end, who knows how much um, Villapoto was cruising at that point or, or Dungey, but he he reeled those guys in from way back. So, you know, but I don't think – I just feel like you would have gone right. This, yeah. I said this, too. I mean, you, you don't look at Anaheim as a definitive, okay, this is what it's going to be, because I think all those guys were sort of just, okay, let's just cruise through A1 here, try to, you know, mm-hmm. try not to cartwheel. Because um, it's just, you're so nervous, and you're new, new bike, new everything, you know, you're just, right. those guys are probably just shaking nerves out and, you know, getting used to racing again. So I think... It's just going to, the race is going to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. But right now, my takeaway from that is Stewie's got a little bit more speed than all of them. So. Right. But I just feel like maybe, you know, James Stewart a few years ago or Ricky Carmichael uh, in his heyday, they're moving to the front and they're, t- they're taking off for the win, even with that terrible start. Uh, one of the things that's super underrated with these guys, the top echelon of guys is their ability to move through traffic so quick and get to the front because they're so good um so that's all i just felt like i don't know just that maybe back in the day stewie wins this race because he is he was i agree he was he was the fastest rider i think on a saturday night overall what do you think weech yeah i think the the biggest question coming in was was james stewart still going to be james stewart because i think that answers everything i don't i still don't know and i don't think it's been proven that if Stewart is where he used to be, meaning he's on his game, um, I don't know if it matters what anybody else does. I mean, it never mattered before. Everyone else could put in all the work they want and have everything dialed in as best as it could possibly be. But if Stewart was on his game, you were still going to be wishing you could find a way to go faster. So I thought the question was, would that still be the case? Mm -hmm. And the very first time Stewart tried to lay down a fast lap, the number seven popped up to the top of the board, just like always. And I said, "Uh uh-oh. This means that he's got his act together, and that's bad news for everybody else. Now, is that a guarantee that he's going to win the championship after the very first fast lap of practice? No. But I'd say if you were anyone in the field, you were hoping maybe Stewart really is done. Maybe he's past his prime. Maybe he's been off too long. Maybe he can't get that bike set up right. But it sure looks like that's not the case. So um, I think that is that is the, the, the biggest takeaway, that – yeah. Stewart's on his game, and that's going to make it tough. And as far as the not being able to come from behind, I think two things. A, the track was really bad, I think, for passing. If you watched every pass he made in the main, there were only two turns he could really make it happen. There was a left-hander before they came into the sand, and there was a left-hander before the finish line. And he basically had to wait throughout the whole rest of the track. And I think if he had uh, – if his career was in a different spot right now, you know, if he won the title last year and he came in as the champ, he probably would have tried to just bash his way to the front and maybe maybe could have made a better run out or maybe could have even won. But mm-hmm. since he's been out so long, I think he said, you know what, okay, I proved what I needed to do. I know that I'm fast enough. I don't need to win. 
I've had disastrous Anaheim ones in the past. I'll just take my time. I'll use these two turns to pass as many guys as I can, and he'll be all right. I don't know if the old James Stewart would have done that, but I think it's just a little bit different track, different circumstances. I don't think the field is necessarily so much closer that he can't come from behind, maybe on a different track and maybe a few weeks later. Well, there, there Sorry, is man. one thing that was Whatever, it's man. hard to say how hard he was trying, but if you watched his post-race interview on TV, he was, he was not happy. And, and, of course, he gets, you know, the classic question, which I just want to – I just want to go smack the pit reporter a little bit once when this happens. But she runs right back to the race, James, what happened? <laughs> what, I just got third. What do you mean what happened? Like, like how, did you, how could you not win? I, I, I just hate when they get questions like that. But So he, he literally – she says that, and he just sit, he stares into the camera for a minute like, <laughs> in his mind going, I can't believe she just said that. You yeah, know? it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought there was something wrong with the microphone or something. Like, there's no audio <laughs> like, happening. I don't know. I got a bad start. Like, that's what he said. You could tell he was, was he mad because can't believe she just asked that question? Or, yeah. or, or man, I, you know, he was mad he didn't win. I, and maybe a little both, but right. anyway. Um, I well, think one interesting thing with Stewart is that, uh, does Stewart <laughs> – I really think like 99.9% of the people have always known that James Stewart's good and fast. And there's, I mean, he's been booed at times and things like that, but I don't think anyone has ever thought as a racer that he's not fast, right? Or he's not one of the best guys. But you hear in the Stewart camp for years, like weird, like everyone thinks I'm going to fade out. Everyone thinks I don't have what it takes. And you always hear that and you're like, who, who, who's saying that? <laughs> um, so he's probably I, spending too much time on, you know, Twitter. Or... Yeah. Well, I, think I don't it's know. Kind of a, you know that that old deal where you know, supposedly Michael Jordan would make up things in his mind to give himself motivation by proving people wrong, even though no one said that he wasn't good. I think there's always a little hint of that, like trying to give yourself a chip on the shoulder. Um, yeah. But I feel like James right now is like, oh, everybody was writing me off, and now everybody's like, I can't believe you didn't win. Well, I thought you didn't think I could win, but I don't really think that many people didn't think he could win. I mean. Was, was everyone really surprised when he went fast? I know you ever I mean, seen reviews for Bubba's World. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of people in there. But I think they think he's done. Um, well, uh, here's the thing. He, you know, he caught Ryan Villapoto pretty easily in the heat and pulled away. And RV told me that uh, you know he learned from it. He saw some lines. Basically, what he learned from it was that Stewart was cutting the corners tighter than him and still making the obstacles and. Uh, you know, so that's kind of what he did, and, and he adjusted for the main, and he won. Um, but, uh, yeah, neither of you guys agree with me, so that's awesome. I don't know. Ping, <laughs> Ping as a racer, though, well, the track wasn't I mean, good, I, right? Definitely there's more talent, Steve. I mean, it's right. like the talent is deeper. So it's going to take him longer to get past Josh Grant than it would James Pavone. Right. Not to pick on Pavone, but whoever, Ryan Clark. Not to pick on Ryan Clark, but whoever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of good riders, so it's going to be a slower process getting to the front. Um, and then even once you get to the front, you're, the, the speed difference between Villapoto, Stewart, and Dungey is going to be small. Even if Stewart's on fire, it's going to be small. Just I would say like it was Saturday night. I think he was all day long turning a little bit quicker times, but mm -hmm. it wasn't by a huge margin. So. Uh, what do you think of the track, Ping? 
I, I thought it was pretty watered down. I know those guys try to. They do try it, right, to make it keep tamer. everybody right. safe and you know not get. But the guys still got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Supercross. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I just think. I, I, you know, so, so okay, they're trying to not get people hurt. They did. They made two huge mistakes then. They put in a gnarly rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Okay, which almost took Josh Grant out, almost took Rattray out. Rattray's crash was one of the ugliest I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys caught it in I practice. I didn't see it, no. Mitch said that they were going to oh. hold him out of the night. but He landed right on his neck. I mean, like, I, I couldn't believe he got up and walked away. I was, like, nauseated when I saw it. <laughs> and then, uh, oh. and you saw Grant's. Like, that was, like, how lucky did he get? On uh, press day? So, yeah. Yeah, oh, man. The bike hit every single, like, it was like the, uh, at the carnival where they throw knives at the, the girl standing against the board. <laughs> like, the bike hit every single thing except him somehow. If wow. you look at the picture, it looks like he, the bike landed, and he was in between where the fender and the back tire hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, his legs were right in between there, and it, then it bounced yeah. off again. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But anyway, they they put in a crazy huge rhythm section, and then they make whoops that you come into with a bunch of speed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always this thing, oh, we got to make the whoops smaller so no one gets hurt. But big whoops don't hurt people. It's fast whoops that hurt people, you know? Mm-hmm. Build them like they used to right out of a corner so you can't get any speed at them. And then that way you've got a technical section where better riders can make passes uh, and you're going slow. So if a, if a kook does drop a front wheel, he, he's going slow. He flies over the bars and, and gets up, you know. Like, they, they were into those whoops in fourth gear. You know, you'd land off that double, and you had so much speed. Mm-hmm. Like a huge bowl turn with the double. I mean, you're in fourth gear, matted when you go into those whoops. And even if, even though they were small, right. the few guys like Will Hahn who get, you know, a little buck and shoot off the track, you know, that's where you hurt people. Right. Um, so I hate I, anyway. I just I feel like it was like you said terrible for passing and everything was so easy. Mm-hmm. There was there was not a lot of technicality to it other than that one rhythm lane. And hey, uh, Stewart's bike looked fine, looked great. Which L and M has, I mean, they've openly admitted it, and we can see it because we're not legally blind. Stewart's bike has not worked well at the last two openers, and looks like they've got it figured out. Well, yeah, it worked it exactly the way you'd want it to work mm-hmm. a couple of years ago uh, at the PBR tour. <laughs> Good point. You're right. Um, so it just depends on what you mean. Yeah, what you what you're really setting it up for. Uh, um, but look, yeah. So we you want to stay on it longer than eight seconds? Yeah, they needed to hire a guy. So right. it looks like they got that under control. Yeah, I know, which is good. And uh, so we all agree that Stewart's back. His wrist injury's fine. His bike is fine. He's going to be, you know vying for the win each and every single week. Any surprises, Weege, that RV did win, though? I mean, not for me, but on your end? I, I mean, you still have to think it's pretty impressive. And I know on the Stewart camp, you'd say, hey, I was out even longer. You know, I, I hadn't really raced except for Unadilla, if you want to even count that, which barely counts. But basically, he hadn't been healthy since almost 52 weeks. But Filipoto's injury was, was gnarlier as far as the amount of pain. I know that the navicular, which Stewart had, was maybe riskier because it has a history of ruining careers. But, I mean, he, he rode for like two more weeks before he even realized that thing was broken. Um, I don't think there was any doubt. In fact, one person said that uh, they should have handed Dungey the number one plate in St. Louis because you knew Villapoto was done. Who was that guy? Somebody said, is that you, Steve? Yeah, that's right. That 
the instant Villapoto hit the ground in St. Louis, he was done. I mean, that is a gnarly, gnarly, gnarly injury. So, I mean, it's Villapoto, and I don't think that guy really thinks too hard about those things. He just goes out there and races and always thinks he can win. But still, that was a gnarly injury. To win your first race back from that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. What about you, Ping? I just, I don't doubt him. He's just a scrappy little, he's a racer, man. Like, I don't know. He's very, very competitive, and he won eight races last year. He's championships in every class he's raced. I mean, he he's going to be, I knew he was going to be good. I mean, I didn't want to say I called out a win, but I think a lot of people overlooked it. We're like, eh, yeah. I just knew he'd be fast. You, you look at how hard he worked with Alden, and you knew he was serious. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Fisher said before this, uh, after the night that, I mean, there was no way, barring a disaster, he was making it off the podium. You know, like, I mean, they were very confident in him. Uh, they like what they've been seeing, and, and, you know, Alden Baker's working with him and, and doing good things, obviously. Um, I wonder if I should hire Alden Baker. Like, could I do, hire a trainer like that? Anyways. Um, you don't just have to hire him. You don't have to do what he says. That's the hard part. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. He can't make you lose weight just by talking to you. Oh. All right. Good, I hired him. Okay. When does this sack come up? <laughs> this is just taking a long time. Um, so what is it, like a pound per check that I send you? Every time I send you a check, does a pound just come off? That, yeah, yeah, how does that work? How does that work? Um, what about Dungey? I think he flew under the radar a little bit. Not a good heat race for him, but uh, a decent main event for sure. A good start coming up through. He had to pass Medi. And uh, that's about it. But uh, anything, Weege, that you saw from Dungey to – Surprised you? Man, it, it didn't look good for a long time. I mean, there was no point where in the night where it seemed like, okay, he's got it going on um, at all until actually in the main event when he, when he made it happen. I think that's just the – I think a lot of times you hear the number one plate works to your disadvantage, and, you know, it adds some pressure and, and things like that. Obviously, he's in a totally different spot than he was a year ago coming into this race. But I think in the main it almost helped a little bit because – I think no matter how bad things were going, he's he knows he's Dungy, he knows he's the champ, he knows he's going to end up up there, and then what actually counted, uh, he did. And the other thing was, I feel last year when you know DeCosta was on that team and whatnot, they were always able to improve throughout the day, especially outdoors. There were days where it looked like he was vulnerable, and by the first motor we had it pretty well dialed, and by the second motor they had it completely dialed. And I feel like they made that same type of progression again this time which I think bodes pretty well for him because obviously they've lost some personnel over there, but it seemed like kind of the same old getting better as the day goes on, Ryan Dungey. So, I mean, it wasn't great, but mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, it was good enough. Right, right. Well, I love and I, yeah. I think that Dungey, I think he, he reminds me of, you know, he's like a diesel. He's kind of like Everts was when you'd watch him ride. He, he, just, he just keeps building and building and building, yeah. you know what I mean? He doesn't come out and he's firing and his first laps out as a smoker. He just like slowly gets better and better, and he's steady and solid. And the longer the race is, the faster he goes. Right. So, I think as the season goes on, I think the same thing. He's going to keep every weekend, just keep getting stronger and stronger. You could definitely tell, though, like we said, he looked just kind of herky jerky and off a little bit all day. I was like, man. Yeah, he did go down pretty good. Heavy. Yeah, he did go down pretty good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. I'd love to talk to him about it, but can't um uh, 
Well, I'm not Sports Illustrated or ESPN, so that's not going to happen. I talk to him. Perhaps I call up and pretend I'm from the New York Times. Yes, hello. My name is I think we need to Butter do it. There's Von... three of us now on the staff of Racetrex. We each need to designate one guy who's our guy. Yeah. And he'll always talk to Because I don't think it's possible for any one person yeah, like to say... not piss off every rider and manage to stay in the good graces. Is that possible? Yeah, like, I doubt it. like Ping's got Weimer, so we're good there. And... Well, we need a Weimer replacement because we lost Cox, so we definitely need a yeah, <laughs> definitely need a pinch hitter on Weimer. Yeah, and I got I got Canard slack on the Cox end. I'll pick that up. Okay. <laughs> and who's got Purcell? Can you say Canard slack on the Cox end? Can you say that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I, I, that was I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> who's got who, Who's got Purcell? Because uh, yeah, he liked it. Oh, no one's got, no one has Purcell. <laughs> I don't have Purcell. Uh uh, that's for sure. Well, we'll have to get LeBig on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Hey, you know what I thought? You know what I think is, is interesting about how this season might go? Um, I, I, what Ping was saying before about Villapoto being a racer, Ping, I remember the first, like, interview you ever did with him when he was pro, which was, what, five, six years ago, and he said he doesn't even know what confidence is. I think yeah. that's why he's the kind of guy that can bounce back from, from something like this. It's like... All the things that everyone overanalyzes and thinks about and gets nervous about, it seems like that doesn't affect him. He just knows, well, dude, I'm going to go fast, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to win, and I'm going to smoke these dudes. And it's like whether he's coming off of a huge leg surgery or as a new mm-hmm. trainer or doesn't. or yeah. Like last year he came in, and it's like he wasn't in good shape, but it didn't matter. He just never thinks anything but, well, I'm just going to ride real hard, and I'll probably win. Yeah, you're absolutely – I'm sorry to – Interrupt. I know it's for Ping, but uh, it's my podcast. Uh, uh, no, absolutely. Uh, he, yeah, he's not affected by any of that. You know, no. he's, he's a racer. Like no. Ping said earlier, he's a racer, man. And that's, that's it. He doesn't care about all the other stuff. And yeah, I mean, kind of box it, it up. The best way to describe it is he, he doesn't spend too much time in his head. Like no, he, he doesn't yeah, overanalyze yeah. stuff. Yeah. He doesn't go well. Uh, you know, and like I did that. That was a huge downfall of mine. I overthought everything. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, freak myself out or it worked for me or against me. There's a lot of guys right. that do that. I mean, Tony was like that a little bit. He'll, he spent a lot of time upstairs just Thinking. mulling things over. <laughs> and it's like if everything wasn't right, that was not good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah. I think Ryan just like, just doesn't think about it too much. He's like, oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm good. I've, I've been working hard. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to do my best and I'm probably going to win. Like, I don't know, he just doesn't think about stuff much. I don't oh, think yeah. that way. Yeah, I, think, I think it's a good one, Ping. I think you're right. Um, what about Chad Reed? Let's let's move on to him. Um, you know, I think the fifth place on paper looks better than what it was watching him. Um, you know, he looks like he has got some work to do. Uh, Weege, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, especially, I just watched it back on TV this morning, pre- preparing for this podcast. Wow. And um, I don't know, he didn't. Yeah, I don't know if it was a bike or him or something, but it didn't look good. I mean, there were hints of Chad's old style. You know, normally when you see guys switch gears, switch bikes, whatever, I mean, the riding style remains the same. Um, and it was like 50% of that. But there were other times where he didn't quite look um, like he normally does, and there were times to me that the bike didn't look exactly um, perfect. So, yeah, I don't think it was – it's easy to walk away and say, top five, top five, first effort, that's good. And I know he had a bad start, so that sounds good, but he didn't look as good as um, as the uh, the other main contenders, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, after start, Stewart was five feet in front of him. You know what I mean? And look where, yeah. where they ended up. But uh, what do you think, yep. Ping? 
Um, yeah, I just, same thing. I, I noticed, um, first of all, it took about half the race, and I found out, where's Reed? I mean, he was, <laughs> he was way back there. I had to, like, search for him. But then I started watching him, and he kept that big rhythm lane. He kept missing um, the rhythm. Like, he, every two laps or something, he'd hit it. You know, where they'd go on, off, and then quad and triple up and off. I mean, it was tough. But all the other top guys managed to get it every lap. And Chad's usually yeah. I mean, jumping a room like that's He's got that. No, you know, yeah. no big deal. But I just noticed he kept missing it. I'm like, that's weird. One, and you know, if you'd watch his bike, it looked, to me it looked a little soft. And I, I don't know if that's just maybe the way he runs his stuff or what. It just looked kind of soft to me. So... Yeah, one lap yeah, he was. One I didn't lap, talk to him, but yeah, that, lap, that was what I took away. He was yeah. short one lap before, on the jump before to do the quad, and then he wouldn't be able to do it. And then he was long the next lap. Like he just his timing was off, you know. Um, yeah. Um, but well, you uh, know one thing that they they pretty much just posted up up at the Castillo Ranch, mm-hmm. and you, you know you just test on one track, you can get your stuff working great there. But you you know if you don't take it somewhere else and go, okay, well how's it work here? What about here? You know, it's hard to come up with a, a setting that's really good because if that, if that track up there, all the jumps have real smooth transitions and there's nothing sharp or, or mm-hmm. you know, you won't feel that softness until you get to Anaheim. All of a sudden, now you've got steeper transitions and it's feeling soft to you, you know? Right. Um, and the dirt up there is a little softer. You know, you get down here, mm-hmm. the dirt's hard packed and that might change it. I don't know. Yeah. That, that was something I was just like, huh, I wonder why they're... Not not going to Honda's track, and although Honda's track was underwater, so yeah. Any, that issue too. Either you guys surprised with uh, with Chad's ride? I mean, did you think he'd be better, or are we sort of? Is that what you thought he would be? Ping. That's right. I put him fifth. I think yeah. in the when I kind of made my prediction. So right. so can he win? Can he be back up? Uh, not riding like he did Saturday. Yeah. Nope. All right. Nope. He, you know, he'll be on the, he'll get some podiums, but he's going to got, he's going to have to find some more speed to, yeah. to win. Weege, what do you think? Uh, I could see him winning, um, but in kind of the same manner it was in, in, in like 06, 07, when it sure looked like Stewart and, and Carmichael had a little extra gear, but he was so consistent. And then two or three times a year, um, Everything would work out perfectly, and a bunch of dudes would crash into each other, and there would be Chad doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I saw on Saturday, yeah, I don't see him necessarily going out there right. and beating Villapoto for 20 laps or beating Stewart for 20 laps. Um, and I, I do think they're going to get better, but it sure looked like they got a long way to go. Now, I'm glad we have Ping on this podcast, because this point I brought up when we did the three-way with JP before the season, but right. I can go straight to the guy who ran the Troy Lee team with Townley last year and asked this. Okay. Hearing everyone saying, oh, Reed's going to be good. He's got pro circuit building his bikes, and that's all you need nowadays. But you ran a program with Townley last year. It wasn't a factory Honda program. Townley had some connections, and you guys had some connections at pro circuit. But from what I heard talking to Ben, it wasn't like he was on the 450 version of Monster Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Um, in your experience, can Chad really have the exact same level of service and equipment of like if he was on Team Honda, is there a difference or is that gone? <clears throat> well, you gotta, you got It's it's different between a, a lights team and a two and a four fifty team because you're not after horsepower in the four fifty class. That's not that's not the advantage that those guys have. 
There's plenty of power. That bike he's on makes plenty of power. Right. It's getting it in the right place where he likes it, making it where that you know the characteristics of the power are what he likes, and getting it handling. And that means cutting weight out of it. That means making sure that you know you've got different offset clamps to use, different races. If you want to change, you know, your head angle, um, how much money are you willing to spend to take weight off? You know, like um, I was talking to the guys at KTM, and they said the first thing they did with when Elijah got there was he's like, okay, let's get you know X number of pounds off this bike. What can we do? And they they went to work. You know, so that's I don't know how much he wants to spend. Tie kits are not cheap, and then going out and, you know, <laughs> you know, Mitchell custom make little pieces if he can make something lighter. You know, it's like it's not cheap doing that stuff. And, you know, the, the one thing with Honda that they are helping him with, they didn't help us with, with Ben, is a, a tranny. And yep. um, it's not even for durability. It was just a different ratio with second gear. And it's... Um, just a little bit longer so that off the start you don't have to shift as quickly. And when you get a full race engine, for whatever reason, it just kind of makes that gap between second and third kind of odd. And so Ben kept chasing gearing. He'd go really, really low and then try to run third in the corners. Then he'd go really high and he'd go, no, no, I need to be in second. And then he's like, ah, but that's not working. I'm, I'm using the clutch too much. And um, there was just too much of a gap between second and third. So that taller second... Um, just just brought everything together and helped you off the start because you could just leave it in second, halfway down the straightaway, and I could like second and a half, you know. Yeah. And um, they, they're giving those trannies to read, so or he bought them one of the two. Ping is bitter. <laughs> well, no, I mean they were going to allow us to buy them if Ben stayed this year, but uh, anyway. Um, what about when you come in? I don't think his bike. Is, is an excuse right. as far as motor goes, period. Now, if he doesn't have it handling the way he wants, that's another issue. He doesn't have a full-time suspension guy, I don't think yet. You know, well, just like, question. look at what Stewart. Stewart kept practice. showing up and having a bike that handled yeah. terribly, right? So yep. what did they do? Right. They hired a full-time suspension guy because on a 450, right. that is the most important thing, getting that thing to handle. Well, that, that's so. kind of my point. If he pulls in... Um, I, like, if I'm talking to Ben, he's like, yeah, I had good pro circuit stuff, but there's a different scene when I rode for pro circuit and you'd come into the pits and Mitch and Bones were right there saying, what do you need? And then when you're just, they're just giving you parts, but you're not pitted under their tent, you don't have that, that service per se. So if Chad comes in for practice and the bike isn't exactly where he wants it to be, how does that compare to Villapoto? He, he's got to chase down Bones. And that's exactly what he was doing. I saw him a couple times on Saturday, like, right. You know, riding around and finding Bones and, and downloading to him, and then Bones has to, you know, right. tell him, well, I'll try this, or, you know, I'm not sure how, how much service he's given him, but anyway. Yeah. That so does make that, it more difficult because Bones' main job, his focus, is his guys under his tent. That was so. the point I was trying to get out the whole time. It's just a little different than having a t- suspension guy there who's standing there for one reason, one reason only, to wait for you to come into the pits and fix your bike. Yep, um, and and I know that everybody says you can buy that. the good stuff. You can't buy that. Yeah. Ping, did you, well, guys, you could. Did you guys have you races? Could. Ping? You could definitely hire a show a guy and say, "Hey, yeah, I guess so." Yep. You know, but it's now you're talking about a full salary plus whatever expenses he's got buying show up parts. I mean, it's that's not cheap. Plus, do you think Bones would let that happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course he would. Okay. 
Ping, did you guys have races last year? Yeah. Who makes those? Uh, Pro, well, Pro Circuit did for us. They're custom. Yeah. I mean, okay. So they has races, access to races. Yep. Um, really, that's uh, that's the factory difference, tranny and races. You know, I mean, that's a lot of stuff that you can't bolt, you can't buy aftermarket. You know, but if he's got those, then yeah, you're right. The bike shouldn't be the reason. No, it, it's. Um, are we? It might be a, it might be a few pounds heavier than what Grant and Canard's bike are. Right. But but the, you know, if there's a if it's not working as well, it comes down to handling, and that, and that's just he didn't get to spend as much time with bones as they got to spend with their in-house suspension guy. Um, so we always talked about RV and Stewie and Dungey and Reed, but that's a big four. But do we have to now say a big five, Weege, because of Canard? I mean, he was as strong as, as you know. He just didn't get the start either. But uh, I don't know. He's pretty impressive. That was that was honestly better than I thought. I know it sounds crazy mm-hmm. when you consider all the podiums he had last year, but let's be honest, when he had those, most of the guys who were up front in this race on Saturday weren't even racing, um, or a lot of them weren't. Um, so he, uh, for him to get fourth in his in the first race, you know, the first real race, um, and it wasn't just fourth. Yeah, I thought it was impressive. He didn't get a great start. He had to go through the LCQ. Uh, in practice, he showed he had speed. And even when he was there with um, Stewart, uh, with probably around the halfway point of the race, um, he didn't just get completely eaten up. You know, Stewart mm-hmm. methodically worked his way by. I think he got to see a few things. It wasn't like Stewart was gone in one straightaway. Um, I think he was closer to potentially being in that group than I maybe thought he would be, at least right off the bat. So I was pretty impressed with that. Right. What about you, what about you Ping? Um, I, I expected him to be up there. I really did. I mean, um, I actually, to some people, was saying, I think, I think he might be on the podium. I mean, I, he's... When I watch him ride, like, that's how I wish I could. I mean, he looks so good on the bike. Did you, you guys ever catch him scrubbing the finish line? Like, when he would really throw one down? Hello? Uh, <laughs> is this thing on? Uh, I didn't catch him. He, he is just, I just, he, I love watching him ride, man. It's like super perfect form, so smooth. I don't know. I just I'm a big Trey Canard fan, man. I love watching him ride. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna fight for race wins by the end of this year. Um I well I gotta say I was you know, I was you know, we all know who he's working with, um, closely and who's mentoring oh, him. Oh jeez. But uh uh no no no. I was I was at the Honda track and, and Timmy's like, Hey, watch this, watch this and, and it was a scrub off of a triple, but it wasn't a Stewart scrub, it was just a unique thing where the bike was super low, but it wasn't tilted over. You know, it was more upright. And man, he just like whipped it like a like a like a tail whip of a of a BMX bike or something. And uh, man, it was just so cool to watch. And I didn't really notice it, but I I, I watched it more and more. And, and man, the guy, yeah, he's just uh, he's going to be great. He's so talented, man. And he's such a hard worker. He's not getting tired, so. That's a good combination right there. Yeah. No, um, I think he's going to be, yeah, one of those guys that, that, that's in there each and every race, you know. Um, I think after Stewart, who was surprising, and after Villapoto, who won the damn thing in, in, in a great ride, to me, Tedesco was impressive. And, and I've seen him more than any other rider because up here in Vegas, he's been up here and I've been out to the track a bunch with him. 
I thought, I mean, you know, he got sixth. He got, I did an interview with him that'll be up later this week on online, racerx.com, racerxonline.com. Uh, did he get sixth or seventh? Sixth. Oh. And, uh, you know, he said he tightened up and all that, but I thought he was pretty good. You know, it's nice to see him being, I know he got a couple podiums last year, but it's nice to see him being maybe relevant again. Ping, what do you think of Tedesco's ride? Well, I think he got great starts, which is the first step. Um, you know, for whatever reason, he he's, he's just missing a tiny bit of speed. But it says here he got seventh because I'm looking at Kevin Windham in sixth. Is that wrong? That's yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, one of us should call someone at Racer X and tell him the wake up call is wrong. <laughs> All right, he got he got seventh. Um, he, yeah, he did get seventh, but he, like, well, last night on the show, his team manager said he got sixth over and over. He repeatedly said sixth over and over. Are you going to believe that guy? <laughs> That's my first I got mistake. Chad Reed, Wyndham, Tedesco, Metcalf, Grant, Short. Right. There's I'm my pretty first, sure that's right. There's my first mistake. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I think it was a good ride. For sure it was a good ride. I, I think that's where we put him. Like, or, or, It's where I kind of put him, fifth to tenth in there. I think you did great. I mean, mm-hmm. did, did you doubt Ivan's ability to ride a dirt bike? Well, I didn't think – no, but I didn't think he – I knew he would be good, but I well, I knew he'd be good. I just think a lot of people maybe forget about the guy a little bit, you know. Um, he's maybe the leader of that next pack of riders, you know. Like he beat yeah. Metcalf, he beat Josh Grant, he beat Davey Millsaps, he beat Justin Brayton. And I'm not so sure that you'd have him beating those guys – if you were just some jerky on Vital or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know what I think was good was what he and Blos are going to do this year for, for Kerry's team. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to really um, legitimize what those guys are doing. Because um, Blos had a crash in the main, but he did great in his heat race mm-hmm. um, and looked good all day, you know, like both of those guys. I thought they both did a really good job. So, um, I mean, I I, I – I expected good things out of Ivan because, like you said, he was on the podium last year and, you know, it's a former champion and everything else. But I think what those two are both going to do for Hart this year is going to be great. Right. What do you think, Wage? First of all, the starts were awesome for both those guys. Um, um, I know Blows went down in the main, but in the heat races they were on it, and then Tedesco pulled it in the in the uh, main. So that was impressive. And um, I heard that once Kawasaki – switch from Pro Circuit to FMS that the lone Kawasaki team with Pro Circuit stuff, which is that one, got better stuff. Now, Mathis has told me that it really doesn't make a difference, especially in the 450 class where you pretty much aren't really hurting for power anyway. But at least they get good starts for whatever reason. Yeah, um, yeah I know his manager last night was going on again about, you know, good, oh, thing, really? good thing they're FMF because now we got all the good stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, come on. Like, you know, first of all, Kenny doesn't even know how to take a valve cover off, so... Um, no, I, I mean, I mean, I'm sure their bikes are good. I mean, I know they got Cowie's race pipes, but you would think that right. Mitch would give them. Mitch wouldn't be giving them off the shelf system, anyways. I mean, they're hard Huntington. They're you know they're they're you know kind of a big deal. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, Mitch once purposely made sure Mike Brown didn't win the 250 title just so his own guy could win, right? I mean, oh yeah, we that's for... how they treat privateers. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. That's how they treat privateer teams. Uh, no, I was impressed. Um, like. I don't. I'm not saying that I've forgotten that Tedesco knew how to ride a dirt bike well, but I mean, mm-hmm. um, there were a, there are a pretty decent amount of guys that he not only beat 
but he was running up front with that top-tier group, wasn't messing around, wasn't like he was, uh, oh, Stewart, uh, I'm not supposed to be there with those guys. I mean, it was like old Ivan. It was like he was fighting for it, and even if he didn't quite have the speed, he was going to try to stay there as long as he could. Um, I thought that was awesome. Um, and he, yeah, he, I, I'm not – by saying that was awesome, that's not supposed to be disrespectful like I expected Ivan to suck and not make the main event. Um, but I think that was as good as you could have possibly uh, asked for him to do. It was good to see him take a couple pokes at Stewie and, like you said, hold his ground when those guys were trying to go by. That was cool to see. Well, that's what I was going to get to here. Uh, do we make anything of that? Uh, Ivan didn't want to talk about too much about it. He said he'd talk to Big James, and they ironed it out. Uh, last night on the show, uh, Watson was saying, you know, it's the first heat race of the year. You don't want – and what – I likened it to killing a mosquito with a shotgun because what James did wasn't that bad. But, Ping, you're the, the racer here, although I do have four Manitoba titles. Um, you're the real racer. Uh, do you is that is that kind of right, the mentality of, hey, this is the first heat race. I'm not going to be taking this all year. Um, you can't do that to me. I'm going to go in at you. Is that just a message sending? Is that do you see it that way? Well, those you know, if, if you command a little bit of respect right out of the gate, those guys will give it to you because right. they're like, okay, I gotta, you know, I need to watch myself around Ivan here. He'll, you know, he's, smash likely, my foot. he's likely to come in and try to break my tip fib. <laughs> so you know, like I said, I liked it. And and another thing, that turn lent itself to something like that happening because you had to go wide to set up for that rhythm lane. Right. So Ivan, you know. It, there was a wide open door, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he ran through it with his head down. So, so no controversy for you, Ping. Like, fine, everything was good. James's move was good. Ivan's move, I, Ivan's retaliation was fine. Like, that's just racing. Well, I mean, it was, you know. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, aggressive. Just, yeah. I, I, did he knock Stewart down? No, no. So I don't know. I think that's fine. Like, okay, get over it. Hey, um, <laughs> um, hey, who? Uh, let's move this thing along a little bit. Who did we? Not talk about in the 450s that uh, impressed you, Ping. Anybody? Who did we not talk about? Yeah. Um, that maybe impressed, that impressed you? me. No, that that was probably it. Uh, Brayton looked really good in his heat. Yeah, I was bummed that he crashed because I would have liked to have seen what you know how he would have gone in a main yeah. with a decent start. Um, yeah, I love, I love Weege's line. He's like, of course, Anaheim won all this hype and. Of course, I was thinking Justin Brayton would come on and dominate Heat 1. <laughs> oh, yeah. First Heat race of the year in that stacked field, of course, going to be Brayton. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, but he hey, looked good. I mean, he looked, riddle he looked me, really good. Riddle me this, so, Ping. Riddle me this, Ping. And I don't know if I'm on the right track here. And hopefully nobody from JGR listens to this. But uh, can't help but wonder the subpar main event showings of the, the uh, JGR guys. You know, they switched to Pirelli's, right? When, what race and what time of night is tires very important? Uh, uh, Anaheim main events. Yeah, they definitely get slick as yeah. you get later on in the night. I, I'm uh, just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't have any. I'm not saying it happened. I don't really know what happened. I didn't analyze any crashes. Just throwing that out there for everybody. Well, that's a tough one. You know. Yeah, no, I, I, know. I actually had tested Pirelli tires. Probably, I don't know, what year was it? Probably 10 years ago, dude, honestly. And they were good, but way back then. I mean, they were surprisingly good. Even on the hard pack, on a tire that looks like you should be racing Southwick with it. Right. Um, Because all their tires look like that. They look like, 
you know. Mm-hmm. At least back then, everything was a sand tire. I'm like, oh, what's this? Uh, this is obviously not for us today, right? No, no, that's our hardback tire. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> why wouldn't it have knobs that are three inches tall? I mean, why wouldn't it? Right, of course. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I, I would be, I actually uh, would be curious to talk to those guys and see what they found out in testing. Mm-hmm. And I would have hoped that they'd go somewhere that's really hard packed to go test. Yeah, they. Uh, we, had, we had J Bone on, and he said they went to Georgia. And I'm just like, that's hard pack? Yes, it is. Um, Millsaps just crashed, huh? Is that what happened to him? I didn't even see. Yeah, not a good night for Davey. I, I don't think Millsaps is, uh, is quite there yet. I mean, that was pretty gnarly when he went through last year, and he told me he hadn't ridden much. I, I think. And I know Grant was in this. Grant told me that he actually has ridden his race bike for 10 days total before. And on. I think Millsaps and Grant are definitely works in progress. So, right. Even without the crash, I don't know if we would have seen much from Millsaps anyway. I think he's got some other issues he's working his way back from. I mean, mm-hmm. lost 80% of a kidney. That's, that's pretty gnarly. Mm. What uh, about Andrew Short? Uh, Ooh, it's not hold good. Hold on. Let, I, me, I, let me cue up the taps music I have here. <laughs> No, listen, I love Shorty. Uh, I talked to him yesterday, did a little podcast for his site, andrewshort.com. And, um, you know, he's talking about that rhythm section that gave him trouble all night. And he said he just couldn't always get over it. And I'm like, really? Hmm. Uh Uh-oh. I wonder wonder why. Uh I'm just, you know? (laughs) No. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) No. Oh no! Not the first rhythm, not the first rhythm <laughs> section of the year. We're already you know, like turn back time. Is there a time machine? Oh man, I, I don't know. I, it wasn't good humping. It wasn't good. It was not a good showing. I mean, I expected him to. It, I, I honestly expected him to be getting some hole shots. I mean, I rode. I rode that bike. I did starts. Next to a guy, we went back and forth. I rode the Cowie. He rode the 350. We switched. And the 350 was better off the line every almost every time. I don't know why. It didn't make any sense to me. Were like, you, man, that thing is really a weapon. Uh, like, it's really good. Were you and going I thought, up against I thought a, a vet I thought in Supercross. No, no, no. It was, it was um, Bryce Valley was, was doing it with me. So he weighs, you know, maybe a few pounds more than I do. Not, not as much as he should as for as tall as he is, totally honest with you. But um, we went back and forth, and their theory is, oh, it's lighter, it stays up on the dirt, man, it does this, whatever. I'm like, well, that sounds ridiculous, so I'm going to go do it myself. And it was at Milestone on an uphill start. And I promise you, whoever's on the 350, almost every time got a better jump out of the gate. So I thought in Supercross, that thing's going to be great. Mm-hmm. He, he, I bet he picks right up where he left off with his starts. and he said, Maybe um, he goes back to fourth, fifth, sixth, but... Hey, everybody, this is Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for reading everything I do, as well as listening to the other shows. I know it's a lot of crap. One of the reasons I'm able to put out a lot of crap is because people are paying me. And then one of the things that you guys need to do to help support my crap is by buying crap from these sponsors. So listen to the commercial. It's a lot of crap. See ya. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike or body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. 
Your order can be shipped at anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. Yeah, he said that, uh, you know, he, know. he said he, he really hasn't hit his shift points. And he maybe got a little too excited, you know. Other bikes, all twenty bikes around him, nineteen bikes around him, and he uh, he didn't quite uh, hit his shift points. But I saw a photo from the from the main event start, and Ryan Dungey's got half a bike length on everybody from the side. But guess who else is there? Ex brand athlete Michael Essie is uh, also pulling a yeah. Pretty he was good on start. the outside, but yeah. he was up. Yeah, yeah, he was out of the gate, kid. So I don't know, man. Uh, yep, Andrew Short. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, I, I was, you know, that's a pretty tough field, and it's not like if, if Short was uh, on his old bike, you'd be expecting to necessarily win the race. But I think there was a definite difference between where he has been in the past and where he was. Not even just the 10th place finish. It was 10th, I think, right? Um, yeah, 10th. Not just the finish, but I mean. My results didn't, say. Yeah, didn't look good. Yeah, I know. Mathis has him in fourth. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Mine also um, says Tim Ferry won. I don't know. <laughs> Do you take 20 names and put them in a hat and then just pull them out in any random order? <laughs> and you know, you know the other guy. I don't. I don't want to get on a list of guys who maybe disappointed a little bit, but <clears throat> Kyle Regal. Yeah. A lot of hype around him going yeah. in, and mm-hmm. yep. Never really saw him all night. No, no, not uh, <laughs> not that good. You're right, and I, I've been trying to call Brooks. He hasn't been answering. I like. I was writing my observations column and wanted to talk to Larry a little bit, but. Uh, no answer there. Uh, I thought he'd be better, too. But you know what? Maybe for him, he, I mean, he literally doesn't have any 450 Supercross experience. So maybe he's just like, hey, I'm just going to survive. Yeah, he does. He, he rode a 450 last year. I don't think, he, don't think he made it. I think he crashed out. Uh, Did he make he one? Was in some, he was in He raced in Dallas. Last. I know he raced in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he finished a main mm-hmm. event. Maybe he did. Anyways, um, let's move on to the 250 class. I don't want to make this thing too long. Um Hanny looks – well, first of all, Ping, is it just me or does the West seem a little weak? You know, we lot, a lot of guys moved up. Porcel's gone. Weimer's gone. <clears throat> Kennard's gone. Um, People keep saying that, but these guys are – there's fast guys in this. Like, people are like, oh, the East Coast's going to be gnarlier. Who do you have over there? Barsha? That's it. I mean, I don't know who else. Barsha, Wilson, Baggett. Marshall Wilson Baggett. Okay, still, well, you here you got Hanson Tickle Rattray. Right. Here you got a world champion, you know, Morris. Maybe, it, obviously, it would have been better had Will Hahn not got hurt, but, you know, yeah. Hahn and Tomac are both fast. You got Roxon. Right. Annie Tickle Rattray, Davalo Seely. Um, I guess because, uh, you know, we only have two guys who have ever won a race, and they've, you know, Tickle's won one, and Hanson has won three. Two of them. 
uh, 10 years ago. But uh, maybe that's it. Maybe just the, the lack of former winners, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, well, I'm almost more with you on this one, Steve. Like, I know that the first circuit team won 1-2-3, which is impressive. But by the way the night turned out, I was like, well, who was not – who else was going to get on the podium? Yeah. You know, or, um, well, I yeah, tell you right now, the guys who have potential yeah. to do who didn't show it on Saturday um, are for sure rocking. Like, that guy, yeah. I believe you. he will be on the podium here before he his first handful of rounds yep. are over. I think yep. Steely's definitely got the speed to do it. I think Davalos does. I think Morris does. I think for one, one reason or another, those guys didn't have great nights. But Tomac, I mean, that guy's got it. Trust me. There's there's plenty of talent on this coast. I think some of the guys had bad nights. They just didn't get good starts. I mean, didn't agree, track didn't agree with them, whatever. But um, I, mean, I, I think the way it went down was just sort of a bad setup. But, I mean, the East Coast guys, you've only got I mean, how many Supercross wins do we have over there? Just Barsha. And, we got Barsha and... And, and Baggett, that's it. Baggett's got one. Barsha and Baggett's got, got one that was pretty... So you're telling me we have... We have, I'm just saying, I, maybe no. it's just a lot of rookies in the lights class this year. I yeah. don't don't tell me the East Coast is more stacked. It's like mm-hmm. I don't think either one of them are super gnarly stars. It's a lot of young guys and and Hanson <laughs> and Hanson. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know what? That must be we, we, too bad we don't have like like uh, Elias uh, sports book record people in our sport, but uh, we have, to my knowledge. Four guys who have won main events in the entire 125 Supercross classes, right? Barsha, yeah, that's pretty low. Barsha, Baggett, that's a pretty Danny, small amount. Tickle. Yeah. Four got four wins. That's gnarly. Yeah, four guys who have won. That's that's insane. But um, Hansen looks to be just in control. I mean, in the past we'd seen him make little mistakes, and those compounded into bigger mistakes, and. And uh, um, at least last year, anyways, I can't remember the time before when he was on KTM, but he really looked like he could pass Tickle at any time, huh, Ping? <laughs> wow, set me up for that one. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about okay, what you me, want to talk about. Let me start. Let me start by saying that was probably the best I've seen Josh look, with the exception of Salt Lake and Vegas last year. So. Maybe he's turned it around from then on. I, I don't know. He he looked awesome. Mm-hmm. That said, I think Brock Tickle got screwed. And I, I don't think a lot of people saw this or are talking about it, and I don't know why. Like, I can't believe something bigger didn't come out of it. But um, like I told you earlier, there's a section of the track where he was jumping across the corner. <clears throat> and from where I was sitting, I was looking right down on it, right. and I'm watching him do it, and it's, it was a super creative line, way faster than any other way to do it. Um, I had seen a handful of guys do it earlier in the day. You said you saw Kennard and um, Davalos do it in the LCQ or something. Well, my uh, Hart Huntington but, team manager said that he saw <clears> that, and then Mitch was on the show last night and confirmed that uh, he saw Davalos do it also. Because I told Jimmy Albertson about it earlier in the day. I'm like, man, can you jump across that? Because he was having trouble with that corner. And um, so after he had hurt his knee, I, I was up talking to him. He's like, man, he's, yeah, my leg's broken. Hey, that line worked awesome in that <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jimmy. But anyway, so I'm sitting there watching, and what you was your see, joke? What was your joke about a three-legged cat or something? Uh, it's an inside joke. One of his sponsors. That's what it means in 
Spanish. It's a three-legged cat. Oh, I can't okay. remember. All right. Anyway. Um, you threw my, my concentration here. So after the sand pit, you'd make a right. There was a 3 5 oh, three, yeah. 90-degree corner, single, and then like a step up, up again, and then down another single before that triple. So everyone else is having to go, you know, single, double, and they'd hang off that double, make the bend, and then step up on, and then jump off and over the next single. Or Hanny could, would just roll up and up and then jump across the corner from single to single, and then from the bottom of that little plateau to the top of it so he wasn't getting as much hang time there. I mean, it was, it was hugely faster. No question about it. Super creative line, really good. Problem is, totally not legal. Never, ever, ever has it been legal to jump across the corner. And so about halfway through the race, I watch John Gallagher come walk over, and he's standing right there, and he's watching it. And he's watching Hanny do it, and Hanny does it. Cole Seeley was the only other guy to do it, and he only did it a few times. He wasn't getting it consistently like Hanny was. And um, I'm thinking, ooh, this is it. Because Tickle, honestly, would pull out. Go back and watch the tape. He'd pull out five, six bike links on, on Hanson. And they'd get to that section, and by the time they went into that corner before the Wolves, Hanson was all over him again. And that, that happened for three or four laps until Hanny finally got right on him and pulled the trigger there. I just think, this, I think the results might have changed had there been a pull in that corner like there should have been. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying DQ Hanny or whatever. I'm just saying since I've ever started racing motorcycles, you cannot, cut, you cannot jump over a hay bale. I'm sorry, that has just never, ever been legal. Maybe you should drink some more Haterade. So I called Gallagher and asked him about it. And he's like, yeah, I mean, really, it's my fault. I usually walk the track before the races, and I, I look at all the 90-degree turns because that's the only place something like that can happen, which is not true because it could be less than 90 and you could jump across it. But anyway, semantics. So he says, I, I just totally missed that one. Um didn't think it was possible to do, just totally didn't, you know. But then when I sat over there and watched him, he'd, he'd go wide at the top of the five-footer and then just cut straight across. And it was, you know, and he was trying to tell me, you know, but he, he wasn't really cutting. It was, you know, he was just kind of right there. And I said, John, if you'd have put the pole up, could he have done it? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm just saying, I don't care what happens. Tickle isn't going to write me a check. I'm just saying maybe, maybe make a mention or, you know, keep an eye on it. Because I just hate when something like that, changes the outcome of a race, and I think it did. And so anyway, he tells me the 450 riders were just bombarding him as soon as they saw Handy doing that, going, hey, are you going to leave that? Can we all do that? Is that legal? What's going on? So that's why he went over there, and right after the lights main, he put up a big pole. If you look in that corner for the 450 yeah, final, uh, there's a big pole there. And speaking of which, do they just keep a pole on hand? How many poles do they have? It's just yeah. a PVC pipe. I mean, it's no big deal. But... Do they get it from Hart and Huntington's pits? Where do they get this pole from? <laughs> Hard dining bits were noticeably less amusing. Yes, and that's on purpose. Yeah. I know. Um, part of me was sad, but then part of me happy. Uh, the best part was, did John Gallagher, did he not tell you that he didn't think it was any quicker? Yeah, that, oh, that, was, his, that was his deciding oh, really? factor was that he says, I, I didn't think Brock was making, or Hanson was making up time on Tickle doing it. Did you call the FIM so, over for drug testing? Immediately. No, I, I don't. Honestly, I don't really care right. enough. Right. I just was curious, like, 
that's not, you know, to me, that's not legal. It's never been legal. There's no question about it. It should be like, it should be cut and dry. Well, Ping, you and I have been to 8 million riders meetings with Duke, even going far back as Duke Finch, who, who used to say, if I could draw a straight line up and, you know, it's not legal and like that, I mean, that's kind of common knowledge. I think the big yep. issue is when have they ever, or when will they ever, in the history of the sport, have they ever rescinded a victory after it's taken place? Um, well, and that's, sport, it's a big move. It. It's a big move, yeah. for sure. Yep. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but I know they never have, so they'll probably do everything they possibly can to make sure they never have to start that trend, um, even if well, it means well, the guy wins. They tried to do it with Ricky and the fuel, but that didn't work. But even then, and you know, then they maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Hanny would have still won, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that that was that wasn't right. Right. So does Hanny win this series? Does it hold it together enough to win the series? I mean, I know it's only one round, but uh, I gotta think so, huh? Think? Um, I don't know. I I think he looks better than he's ever looked for sure. More solid. Right. He's always had speed. And actually, during the day, I thought, man, he doesn't look as quick as he used to. Like, he doesn't – last year, he was top of the board every practice, every session. He was the quickest yeah, guy. Yeah, he was up there all the time. You're right. And he – I don't think he was. Roxon was faster, and I'm like, huh, maybe he's – I don't know. But then in the main, he looked just consistent and right. in control, never erratic. So, well, he's definitely got a good chance. Um, as far you know, as- they say the guy who wins the opener, um, statistically – goes on to win the title more times than not. Yeah. In the lights class. Well, we had Roxon on the show last night. What a great kid, but he said uh, he can't wait till San Diego this weekend in San Diego, so he may not make it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Going in early? I, I, he may be in Someone San Diego. There. He may be in Jack Murphy. Everybody else is in, oh, no. in Phoenix. Oh, no. But he'll be ready for that race, man. He's been testing her for five straight weeks. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> What do you say on, on the championship? You think, I mean, uh, I, I honestly um, think all those PC guys are going to be playing for it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would have said Will Hahn, uh, too, if, if he hadn't got hurt. Well, when I was in the uh, KTM pits after the race, uh, one of the Red Bull guys was in there telling Roxon, because I don't know if Roxon even knows too much about the guys he's racing. He apparently doesn't know the schedule for the series. And he said, don't worry about it, man. you got seven place points, and those guys who are on the podium, they're not going to be on the podium every week. And I was saying to myself, <laughs> what? Based on what? Like, Tickle's never had a consistency issue. Uh, and if he has a start dialed in, which it sure looks like he does now that he's on that bike, um, I don't see Tickle going and throwing 18th place crash vests out there. Yeah. Um, don't that, worry, uh, man. Don't worry. Those guys are pro, was, those pro circuit that, guys. Those pro circuit guys, don't worry, Rocks. Yeah, they'll, they'll never last. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know how to win championships. <laughs> Uh, Rattray, um, I mean, that was a big question mark. How would he do in Supercross? And even with the big crash, he ended up putting in a solid ride, so I guess he'll be okay. And I think Hanny, obviously last year Hanny had all kinds of speed, but I think it was like he was just so out of sorts, like, I'm back, I have this ride, I haven't dealt with this pressure in a while. Look at that girl in row team, four. It's hard to deal yeah. with. I think, what's that? Look at that girl in row four. Oh, I got to go <laughs> fast in the whoops. Hey, look at that chick. So I think now he's a little bit more comfortable in the position he's in. He's able, I think, to deal with the pressure of, okay, I might just be the guy here. Um, and I think he'll he'll handle it a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, plus it's such a short series, man. You get that kind of confidence off the bat, and there's only right. – I mean, you give up a few points in the first round. That's a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. So 
Hey, hey. The only guy I really think, unless Tomac has something we haven't seen, uh, and maybe we will, because see, at least Roxon was super fast earlier in the day, and then things just got off the rails. But I didn't, I didn't see a glimpse out of Tomac that makes me think he's going to turn it around. But, well, Ping, you might know. Maybe the first, it is his first race ever. Is it possible that he can be so nervous that you don't, you're not at all the same human, and then the very next week, a guy like Tomac can all of a sudden show us what he really has? Because I didn't, I wasn't impressed with what I saw, but I'm assuming he's more talented than that. He's he's got more speed than that. Um, right. He he. I think he was probably just a little nervous, a little off. Yep. I yep. think you'll see him get quicker. I think you'll see Morris get quicker, quicker, Seeley. Yeah. Um. And Roxon, I think those guys will all get up and change that podium sweep we had. But your solid, consistent guys are going to be the three pro circuit guys now. And like I said, I would have put Will Hahn in there as well. Uh, But with him out, the title, I think if you don't bet on one of those PC guys, you're dumb for the title. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I agree. But which one? Like, honestly, I don't know. Because if it's muddy or soft, Rock Tickle's going to win. I mean, just straight up. I'm telling you right now. Seattle? Or any mutters we have, Rock Tickle will win. Mm-hmm. What about, um, there's just something about Sealy. There is definitely, his age is there's just something about him. Nah, he is big fast, big, dude. Big. I mean, I'm telling you, he got a bad start, um, but he definitely has speed. And those bikes are good. They hole shotted oh. again. Again. Yeah. Hey, Ping, did you talk Christian to Mo? Craig. Did you talk to Mo? What, what was his No, deal? I didn't. No. I didn't. Um, What's what was Morris's deal? I don't know. You know, all day and he wasn't on the board in qualifying, and I'm like, that's totally normal, because even last year he wasn't. He would barely be top five, but then as soon as the gate drops in a race, he was out front. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, he'll show up tonight. He'll show up tonight, and then just never really saw him. Yeah. So I expected Morris to be where Davalos was. Like Davalos was uh, by the time the main event rolled around, you're like, all right, Davalos is definitely one of the players. Um. And I expected that to be Morris more than Davalos. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think Davalos was yeah. one of the players. <laughs> of course not. Of course I'm not. I'm just saying I didn't. Did you watch the TV? If you watch the TV show, it was pretty much like we have this life class being dominated by Martin Davalos, and then the 450 class. That was pretty much the way <laughs> the show is. Really? Lots, dude. Lots of talk and lots of coverage of Davalos. I have, a, was I have a hard time there making it. I have a hard time making it through those shows. I really do. I gotta say, I don't know. I mean, is it just me? I don't know. I don't. Uh, no comment. I'm not even gonna comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no comment. No comment on either. <laughs> They're off. Uh, oh. Hey, I I do have. There are some. There were some surprises in the lights class. Okay, let's talk about um, it. for me. Good and bad, and I uh, I want to start with Nick Paluzzi. Right. I mean, this kid had literally. Um, six days on his bike, being back from a broken navicular. And I, I watched him at Milestone on Thursday, and he did not look good. I was like, eesh, this is going to be rough for him. Like, and I, I really, he's such a nice kid. I was, I was bummed. I'm like, gosh, I hope he, maybe he can pick it up by the end of the series. That was what I was thinking. And, dude, he came out and was, was he second in his, qual- in his heat race or third? I mean, he was up front and ran right there with the leaders. I was like, on my, yeah. On my results or on the real results? Yeah. Let's, let's go with real. I have Oompa Loompa in second, and I have the unicorn in fourth. So, maybe. <laughs> wow, I, I, don't, I don't even know who those are. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I'm just, they're nobody. They're no, they're just, I'm just. Oh, I was those like, your results. Yeah. yeah. Just a random. I have the, a random. And I have the chocolate bunny winning going away. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and the ham sandwich. Mm, chocolate bunny. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I, I, no, I think he, I believe he got third. I can look if you want. Probably. Okay, well, so then, then a ninth in the main event is, you know, very first Supercross main. That's good, man. Beat Tomac. Did, would, if I'd have said Nick Pelosi is going to beat Tomac tonight, would you have laughed at me? Yes. Or, you know, at 9 in the morning? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's pretty good, man. I was stoked up. for him. And in his first laps, man, he was mixing it up, making passes, jumping yeah. stuff. He was going for it. I spoke, yeah. to, um, I spoke to his team manager, Alan Brown, uh, and he was uh, – he was like, you know what? Like that was that was way better than we thought he would do. And just following your point, Ping, um, you know, he's a bit bummed on Cunningham, but he was very, very happy about Pelosi. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and and so that leads me to believe maybe he's another one of those kids who just they like to race. You know, I mean, some kids are really fast in practice, Cunningham, but crash or have problems when the gate drops, and some are the other way around. You know, and that's I love that. I love seeing that. Right, so, right. Anyway, he's a new, nice kid. I hope he keeps doing well. Yeah, he is a good kid. Yeah. And we got to, you guys got to help me get his nickname rolling Snooky. Only Nick Paluzzi. Yeah, Snooky very Paluzzi. close. Okay. Because Paluzzi, right? Nicole Snooky Paluzzi. Like Paluzzi. Well, that's, that's like your cousin. We're calling you Snooky. Nice. All right, awesome. Um, what about you, Pink? Surprises, disappointments in the lights class? Wait, you're going to ask Pink for a second time? No, what about yeah, you? I, I, I said I, I said we, didn't I? Yeah, I think he, no, you said Ping. Uh, we go ahead. I just Ping memorizes me. So Ping, <laughs> uh, Ping, Ping, who looked really surprised to you out there. <laughs> well, again, uh, let me make my point again. Frankly, um, the Oopaloopa and the Unicorn really shocked me. <laughs> as uh, I can't see how they passed the angry troll under the bridge. It was really weird. <laughs> All right, Weej. <laughs> Uh, we they, they actually put the unicorn in that corner where Hanny was jumping to prevent people from going in. <laughs> no, that um, was Willy Wonka was in that corner. Oh, no, stand the, there. Look, no, put your nose up. We need your horn up. Yeah, there we go. Okay, look up towards the knothole club. Perfect. Right there. Now, if Hanny jumps over your face, bite him. <laughs> um, I'm glad we all make each other honestly, laugh, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. The, the racing... Let's be honest, the racing wasn't spectacular at, at almost any point. We didn't have, let's see, Villapoto got in the lead on the second lap and, um, of the Supercross class, and we had one pass to the lead. Hanny went from second to first, basically, um, after they had dumped Christian Craig to the ground. Um, that was about it for action. So I think the evening was more exciting just for like these other surprising things that happened, like, to me, for Stewart to go right to the top of the board right off the bat, I was like, let's see what he's got. Let's see what he's got. There was anticipation there, and we had an answer. Um, I think Brayton winning the heat race, which, what were Vegas's odds on that? Um, that was pretty wild. And then um, the other big surprise of the evening for me was, was Roxon. I mean, his very first timed practice lap ever at his first Supercross ever, he put in the fastest lap. That was ridiculous to me. And yeah. I know that we always throw around the age of people like, oh, these guys are 16-year-olds. You know, even Tomac, when he won a race last year, wasn't 16. You know, 16, um, very few have come in that early. And I know he's got a little bonus experience because he's been winning GPs for two years now, but still, mm -hmm. super cross. He told me, I talked to him on Friday, and 
you know, they don't really – this isn't uh, – the French guys have a pretty good system that they work their way up through for Supercross. Uh, Germany does not. Like, this is just pure – this guy has some talent. <laughs> if you can beat Jason uh, Thomas, that's sort of your, your benchmark in Germany. Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's sort of your Supercross experience. They, they probably think JT is uh, the Supercross American champion. Yeah. <laughs> JT is their JMB. Right. right. Yeah. Right. He's a pioneer. Um, I mean, that was nuts. So uh, it's unfortunate that it didn't work, but I mean, uh, didn't didn't turn out in the main event. But there's a million reasons for that. I know he crashed and he hurt his right. leg a little bit, and he just told me he was just pretty darn tight and nervous running in front of all those people. But I know you I guys, mean, I know you guys won't do this, but if you get yeah. a chance, you got to listen to him on the show last night, the Pulpomex show. Man, what a funny kid! What a cool dude! Like, yeah, really yep. on it and funny, and and Kenny was asking him if he got laid, and I mean. Yeah, just you know, good good guy. He's a he's a cool kid. Like mm-hmm. I I hope that he is good for it. Um, Did you guys see his crash? See what happened? I saw it on TV. Because there was a there was a huge rut um, on the outside of that thing, and Travis Baker caught his foot pegs in it mm-hmm. and just got flicked over the bars. And it was his his bike that kind yeah. of cartwheeled over and knocked him off his bike. Right. And that same exact rut. Caught Dungy in the next practice. That's where he crashed. Uh, Caught his foot pegs and yeah, spit him right over. Good point. You're right. Good eye, Ping. Good eye. Um, nice. Good eye. Good eye. Hey, anyway. Ping. Ping. Uh, uh, tell me if I'm crazy here. Um, you work yeah. closely with the Troy Lee guys, obviously. And um, am I crazy to think that Christian Craig may at one point turn out to be better than the other two guys? <clears throat> I mean, I don't mean um, like in life and. Like, I mean, I know, you know I don't want you to, to, to but uh, he just, you know how, Weed, you know how uh, Seeley's agent told you that Seeley has just that something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everyone knows. Yeah. I, I think that Christian Craig may have that something now. I don't know. He he definitely has the talent. Like, there is absolutely no question. He's, he's super talented. He's going to get better as the series goes on and he mm-hmm. gets comfortable because he was really nervous. But he's got to get headstrong. Like he's. Are you saying the apple didn't fall that far enough from the tree? Uh, oh no! I'm not going to oh, say no. anything. I'm just saying <laughs> he needs to get things just sorted out in his head. And I think, I think um, if they had podcasts, if he in can 90, do that. He's got the talent. If they had podcasts in '94, the Spain would be going. You know, Mike Craig just really needs oh. to uh, really needs to get his head together. This would be Spain. Yeah, Larry Myers said his dad was not. But just like his dad, man, his style sure looks good. I mean, he yeah. looks – Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys, especially right off the bat, he, even Paluzzi, as well as he was riding, there were there seemed to be moments where you were like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was just hanging in there. Um, I didn't see that from Craig. I mean, he looked effortless, which is not bad for his his, his first Supercross, yeah. too. And I like T-Bakes. I think T-Bakes is a good kid, uh, nice kid, nice guy. Uh, I don't know Sealy too much. But I just – Craig impressed me for – just, I don't know, different reasons maybe. You know? Well, and I love that a kid who had to go through the LCQ, you know, he had a huge crash early in the day, like big. Um, caught his, caught a tough block or something and just yard sailed down that big rhythm lane. So it was a pretty gnarly day, and he still pulled the whole shot in the main event. That's cool. Like, I, I just, I think that's cool that he pulled it together and just made it happen. And then, of course, the whole path was handy. I mean, 
I think Christian left the door open, and those guys were all over him. I, I don't even blame them for going in like they did. But yeah, I, I, that's nothing wrong with that, was there? No, no. I mean, it was no, it was an aggressive pass, but you're it's main event time. Like that's what happens when you right. leave the door open in a tight corner. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah, I think you're right. I think if Christian gets just keeps it on two wheels and gets some experience, he could be. He could come in and surprise everybody here at the end of the year. And like a lot of young, and like a lot of young kids, the battle with him is in his brain. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, disappointments in the lights class at all, guys that that, that got to get their work done. I would, I would maybe put Mo in there, but he's think he still got a fifth in my results, didn't he? <laughs> yes, I think he actually did. Legit, yeah. <laughs> Did he oh, get he fit? got six. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Healy was fifth. Morris was sixth. Roxon seventh. Baker okay. eighth. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, on my thing, then, uh, I have <laughs> Strawberry Shortcake finishing ahead. Oh, right behind Morris. But hey, I guess. where did SpongeBob SquarePants finish? <laughs> okay, so sixth. I would put Mo, Mo on my list, but uh, I believe he's going to come back. He, uh, I, I believe it in that kid. Uh, other than that, uh, I would say Cunningham, but then again, Cunningham did what Cunningham does, which is go fast and crash. Um, so maybe nothing new there. Yeah, I think uh, who is who is your buddy that was with us in the um, press box, Mark? Yeah, Mark. your buddy. Yep. Mathis? Yep. Yeah, that was the nine thousand seven hundred and fifty second person I've heard say, "Wow, do you watch the way Cunningham rides? Really weird his style." I've been hearing that for <laughs> since he was in like the eighty five, twelve, thirteen class at Loretta's. Like, right. Just very unique. And when it's working, it's working awesome. Mm-hmm. And when it's not working, it, it's, it's uh, all or none, it seems like, with him. Is he still, he's working, on, with, he's is on. He still working with RL? Do you know, Ping? You know, I'm, I'm actually not 100% sure. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not sure. Um, but Cunningham would be my guy. Maybe that I'd be, like, you know, a little bit bummed on. Um, but, yeah. For me, for me, it was Tomac. I, Tomac, I, I yeah. definitely expected him better than that. And I think it's coming. Just Right. So I'm going to put then if if Tomac if if Tomac really is as good as he should be, which I don't see any reason why he wasn't or wouldn't be, except the fact that he was bad at this race. But we'll give him a mulligan. I'd say he and Roxon are the two that I see having the ceiling to go after those three pro circuit guys. Everyone else, I mean, yes, guys like Morris and Davalos or, or Sealy could potentially beat them, but I don't think it. If Hanny wants to win in a bunch of races, I don't think at the end of the year he'll be like, I can't believe that Davalos never got a win over Hanny. I can't believe, you know what I mean? Right, I, I right. see that Roxon and Tomac are the guys, now that Han's out. And when I said I didn't expect anyone to beat those first-year guys, I mean that because Han was already gone at that point. Now that Han's out, I see those two kids as being the ones that potentially have the ceiling to, if they get it straightened out, really mix it up and win some races. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who, who was a little bit, who has the work cut out for them, Weege? Um, who do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with Morris on that. I, I mean, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but, I mean, I don't see any reason why he couldn't be, you know, right there at, say, Rattray's speed, you know, especially with Rattray having a crash. And it just – he even had a couple of good starts and just was not going forward. I don't know I don't know what the deal is. I mean, he was telling Morris me is pretty well known. Yeah. What's that? He was telling me how great his bike is. You know, it's, it is a factory bike. And yeah. I believe yeah. it's probably much better, huh, Ping? Don't you? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you those bikes are really good. Right. Really. So, so bike's not yeah. an issue at all. Actually, last year they were riding 09s. Yeah, I know. Huh? 2010, they'd carbureted 09, and he's such a known quantity. I mean, pretty much if he's healthy, 
he's right there somewhere near the podium. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, well, I guess it was six, so it sounds like he's close to it, but um, speed-wise it didn't quite seem there. So I don't know. I don't know what happened there. That was, And, um, yeah, I agree with Ping. I expected more from Tomac, but once I saw him in practice and the heat race and stuff, I was like, it's just not happening here. Right. Um, but there's no way he's going to be a bust. There's just no way. Um, another guy I would like to put on this appointments list would be Austin Stroop. What Ooh. is the deal there? What is? I, I don't know. He just didn't race. Do we know what the deal is. I well, don't know. he's got a sore shoulder, so he rode practice, Still. and yep. they said if his shoulder, you know, if they feel like he's good, he'll race. If not, they won't, and he didn't. He was actually the fastest of that uh, unseated group, which actually had yeah. some names like Regal and Alessi and whatnot were in there. But uh, and I'm a little confused as to how how some of that works. There are guys that um, it's, I think. Ping, does it come down to if your team manager uh, begs enough, you can get into the seated session? Is that pretty much what it comes down to? Who gets in what practice? Well, it's just it's really just a horsepower thing, you know. Like if I promise you, if well, Stewart, he wasn't in top yeah. 10 in points or 20. 20, right. was he? Yeah. So, you know, it, it just comes down to I juice. Think. If you got yeah. the juice, you're in. If you're not, you got to wait till after the opening round. you got to get through it. So, yep. Um, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. One time, Red Dog wasn't in the top 20 in Phoenix because he landed on McGrath, and he got so mad at AMAJ that he threw his helmet at the semi-truck. That's how mad he was. <laughs> Uh, because it's really sketchy with the sort of dudes that aren't that good. You know, it's hard to put a lap down, hard to get your your pace in and know where you're at. But, yep. you know, Ping knows that. Uh, yep. Even as a racer, probably you were in some crappy practices at one time or another, right? Yep, sure was. <laughs> sure yeah. was. I dominated those. Um, all right, anything else? Any final words? Um, Supercross uh, in general? Um what are we? What are we looking? I think, yeah. I think as bad as the racing was. I mean, like I said, we had one pass for the lead on the second lap of the Supercross class, but you almost have to take that because it opens the door, or at least the questions unanswered. I mean, what would have, if Stewart had gotten the whole shot and pulled away, or or won the main like kind of the same way he did in the heat? How bummed would everybody be right now? Not because we don't like Stewart, because oh, uh, well, I guess it's not a perfect storm. Maybe it'll be a perfect season. Uh, right. You know what I mean? So. Now we really don't know how the guys match up, and we still don't. So yeah, I think I think it's cool still a lot of a lot of questions going into Phoenix still. Yeah, that's what so. we want it. Um, time to retire. About, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say. I mean, I don't know how many laps you did through the pits, but dang, it seemed like everyone they were trying to have a contest to see who could blow the most eardrums out with music. <laughs> Did you notice this at all? Like I didn't, but my buddy Mark, the Canadian guy, was like, "Oh man, God, dude, everybody's turned the stereo up so loud." <laughs> I literally, there was, there was a free, I think it was one hundred three point nine some radio station. They just had a van and an easy up and two monstrous speakers, just blowing out the like gnarliest heavy metal punk whatever it was. And I mean, my ears started bleeding when I went by. And then as soon as you get past that, it's like monsters got something. And then over here, Falcon tires or someone already had something. I'm just like, dude. Oh, yeah. Falcon headache. tires had a whole semi, almost pretty much, just to blow eardrums out. Like, we're bringing this whole thing. Yeah. 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 It was as it was as strict out as any 
factory rig. Nicest looking bike, thing. You know what? Well, you know who I was really surprised with was the JGR bikes. They, I thought they looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny that Watson. Was, me, that Kenny was like, Watson that says was a, that was the bike that caught my attention. I was like, oh, that looks good. Kenny Watson says they look like a lollipop, so he wasn't happy. He didn't think they the bikes. Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm not too crazy about the gear they wear. Mm-hmm. That stuff is like kind of wants to make me have a seizure, but I think the bikes look great. To me, to me, nicest looking bikes, uh, KTM. Love them. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yep. love them. Pretty they good. Look, they look good. Hey, have they tuned up the orange? Have they Have they brightened, neoned the orange? It seems like it stood out more than more than ever. I don't think so. Maybe. No. I, like I would the, like to take uh, – I want to take one of their team shirts from like two years ago and one of the team shirts from this year and, and put them side by side. I swear that everything's more neon. I, I got some team shirts um, from 01. That I could bring up. Okay, let's hear it. Let's bring it in. I, I think I think it turned from like pumpkin orange to like dayglow orange. Doesn't fit me um, anymore. Yeah, it looks like they've definitely that. brightened it up. Yeah, I like. I think it's good though. Yeah, I like the steel frame machine. To me, the only steel frame machine looks looks good, and maybe that's part of it because the frame is a color, and maybe that's why color, it yeah. stands out. Yeah, you know. Hey, um, why don't you ask your um your co-host on the Pulp Show, how does the the JG, the sorry, the JGR, the H and H Kawasaki's. That's my second. Though favorite. don't look like. What's that? That's my second favorite bike. I like that look. White spokes, white seat cover, I like that. But they don't. They so don't immediately seem to look like Kawasaki's. That uh, um. Oh, I'm, after the race. What's that? <laughs> Clearly, you haven't been listening to them. Just just go on and on about Kawasaki and how much they hate them and how they're not Kawasaki's. Right. Well, I was gonna say. Yeah. They is is. Is that is that on purpose? I, I think mean, is so. That, hey, we're not getting support from them, so we're purposely not yep. putting a, an ounce of green on here. Because yep. I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone in the stands, uh, when the race is over, one of the Kawasaki guys said, "Hey, we led every lap of the race," and I'm like, "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, Tedesco's on a Kawasaki." Oh, yeah, he is. Do you think anyone in the stands knew that he was on a Kawasaki? I don't know, but I mean, Kenny makes a lot of jokes about it. Like I even referred to it as Cowie last night, and he said it's not a Cowie; it's a Dodge H and H, Dodge H and H Jacksonville Power Sport machine, and um. You know, he makes enough jokes about it to make me believe that uh, there is a purpose behind that. That, uh, hey, if you're not helping us. You know, and they were, they got boned by Honda last year, and they still, for whatever reason, gave Honda some love on their bikes. And, and I think they were over it. They were like, you know what? If you don't believe in our program enough to help us with bikes and this and that, then uh, then F you, you know? so Why did they end up on uh, Kawasaki's this year? Um, well, what made them? If no one gives you any support because, at all, what makes because they can only they could they didn't want Dodge didn't want them using a brand that made a car. Yeah, gotcha. so it was either KTM so or Kawasaki. Stuck. Yeah, exactly. They're stuck like JGR is. No, they could have used Yamaha too. Uh, Ping. Oh, they could. Yeah, they could have used Yamaha because the piano <laughs> market isn't a compet- isn't a competitor. But uh, um, oh. yeah, no, Ping's right. That's they basically they narrowed right, they, it, they went from there, and so uh, the JGR that, thing I think is very similar. They every year they tell me how. They don't get nearly as much Yamaha support as you would think they do. Mm-hmm. But since they're a Toyota team, they really – what other options do they have? They're not going to ride Hondas and put Toyota logos on them. So yeah. um, I think they get more support from Yamaha than HH does Kawasaki, but JGR is far from L&M as far as on Yamaha's picking order. Yeah, yeah, funny how that works. Uh, I, like the, I like the H&H bikes too. That's probably my runner-up for nicest bikes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Ping, what do you think? Of what the H and H bikes? Just yeah, of which bikes look great. 
Wow, I think I just told you this, man. I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. I like the KTMs and I like the JGR bikes. <laughs> you did, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Turn in the Chris Marley show. Hey, like going to keep. Ping, ping, what'd you remember think? That, what'd you think? That time you, after frame ping, remember that? <laughs> hey, ping, what'd you think of Stewart? You think Stewart? What about the new? Hey, what about the 30 second board? Uh, what do you guys think of that? I don't know. I couldn't I read it. See it. Like, yeah, couldn't read it. Yeah, the lights. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if the guys are going. Is that is that does that say nineteen or twenty nine? Where's it at? If, right. Nine or twenty nine? Oh. Ah. I couldn't put it in gear. <laughs> they need like to put like a giant hood around. over it to shoot. To it needs to be like in a shadow. Like lights don't work when lights are shining on them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I admire the the thought, or you know, hey, let's do something cool. different. But uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it worked. You know, maybe in a in a cool. in a dome. No, because domes still have lights in them. You have to turn the lights down right before the main starts. <laughs> that would be awesome. You're coming. You're coming yeah, unraveled yeah, right now, Mathis. <laughs> Maybe in a dome. No, no, it's still white in there. Oh no. no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, nicest gear um, out there. What'd you guys? I think? like Reed stuff. I do too, huh? It's clean. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I'd be. Not a good spokesperson. I didn't say I like the TLD stuff too. Well, Troy Lee, Although, Troy Lee, year in and year out has. I would have liked to have seen. Like I feel like Troy, that, like they're they're a little stagnant, and maybe that's just because they have to make their bikes look a certain way. They always come out with clean looking stuff, but now I feel like I, I want more from the bikes. Uh, I love the blue seat. Always love the blue seat, but uh, just want a little more from Troy Lee in my mind. You know, as far as look, ready looks, for a change. Yeah, a little bit. But having said that, it's still really good. It still looks, still looks sharp. Yeah, I think their bikes look. I think I think they're still one of the nicest looking bikes. And maybe Troy's gear. The, the cool thing I like about what they do is Troy will put those guys in a different gear, colorway every weekend. Mm-hmm. So you get to see all the stuff, and I, I think all their stuff's pretty sweet. I actually like Roxon's gear too. It was pretty nice looking. Yeah, yeah. I liked Alessi's gear, and it could have been the X Brand goggles. Blinding me. Oh boy. No, I really like that orange A Star stuff. I just orange, black, white, you know? Uh, I didn't even really get a look at it to be totally honest with you. Oh. What'd you think of Mike and Jeff battling in the heat race? That was interesting. Oh, was yeah, awesome. I, I just put a stuff on Mike and I I looked around, I didn't want to hit, get hit by Tony Alessi if he started throwing anything. Yeah. And then I found out he wasn't even there. Yeah, not go, not going to the races this year. Not going. Yeah. Weege, uh what what kind of gear did you like? You know, I think usually the the pro circuit team and their gear, everything's so regimented, it's just going to be more green and black, and we'll have a monster logo here. There's never anything outstanding. But I think this year they actually found a way to make it look interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it actually looked cool. Yeah, I liked um, it. I liked it, too. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I said, you know, their, their stuff never looks horrible. You know, it's always pretty st- much standard issue. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time in a long time I said, wow, that's really that really stands out. Um and that's about it. I think we covered everything else. I did like Roxon's um, orange and black stuff too. Ping, what, uh, what, gear, are... what gear really stood out for you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm what about that? Uh, did you guys see the number three three eight bike sitting over there at the Arma truck? I heard it was yeah, there. Well, and I, I heard it had lights, lights plates on it, like white on black. Does that mean something? It did. Does that mean anything? Oh, I, I have no idea. I, I think it's probably just a display bike. Is was my guess. And that was went better with the color scheme. 
can I just say that a few weeks back I stopped at the L&M shop and, and dang, Chris McAvoy was there working with Brooks. They were pounding Mountain Dews. And uh, he was telling me things about, you know, running that team the last couple of years. And I'm just like, dude, write, you got to write a book. You, <laughs> you got to write this stuff down. Just amazing. Amazing. You know, uh, he doesn't want to talk about it. I asked him, let's, let's talk about some of this stuff. He's like, no, 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 no. But, man, what a story that is going to turn out to be one day. Ping, you need to write it. Story's over, though. Oh, real? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Is, is there any chance he's riding East Coast Lights? Can he, first of all, legally? No, you got to finish I the top 20. Absolutely. I believe there's absolutely no. Uh, he didn't even go. He, it was like the last, 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 last gasp was that he went to the mini Olympics. Like, we're going to bring you back to when you were, like, 14 years old, though. And then I believe he even got thrown out of there. And I was like, okay, it's, it can't be anymore. It's like you could, you could place him in any situation, put him in a supermarket, he'll get thrown out. Like, he can't uh, not get thrown out of place. I don't, I don't think there's anything left. And even, honestly, when was the last time when he was racing that you were thinking, all right, yeah, this could work? I actually thought last year when he hired Randy Lawrence, um, he was pretty fresh out of jail. I thought, okay, you know what, maybe he's. And maybe he's really kind of figured out that, okay, jail sucks, and I don't want to do that again, so I really need to change my life. I thought, I don't know, I just, call me a cockeyed optimist. I thought, all right, maybe he's going to pull it together. Randy's really good at calling BS on guys, keeping them straight. And then when Randy goes, yeah, I don't know, I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was like, oh, yeah, right. it's pretty much over then. Um, because Randy got yelled at for waking, he was taking a nap before his, uh, heat race in Daytona, uh-huh. and Randy went up and woke, woke him up. He goes, dude, come on, you got to get dressed here. And he's like, he yelled at him, leave me alone, dude, I'm taking a nap. Randy's like, oh. okay, okay, wow. Yeah. Have a nice nap. I quit. Hey, Mathis, if you ever do get this elusive Dungy interview, I want that to be one of your questions. What's that? Is J-Law still in your head? Are you still, are you still concerned about J-Law and his presence? Um... I find it, I find it amazing that people. I get a Twitter, a tweet a day. Hey, what's up with J Law? I hey, know. Where's J Law? During the main event, we were getting asked that question, um, and I was like, "Really? Really? Like, like th- this question matters still?" Yeah, like you have nothing. You may as well ask where Timmy is, or where Yogi is, or you know. I mean, yeah. hey, where's, but you know what? Where's the thing Hannah? is, no one's answered the question because right. nobody knows. Right. People, if if somebody actually needs to go find him. Or Sepkovic, even, and God forbid, and do an interview and find out what the hell is he doing? Where is he at? Is he? What's the plan? What's the deal? What happened to this kid who just won a a title two years ago and now he is totally off right. the map? Yeah, it's odd. If it was in any other sport, you'd be like, you know, it, people, you'd have to find out. Just chalk him up to the Todd Marinoviches and the uh, Danny McLeans of the world. You know, uh, those are sports. Other sports stars that. I didn't recognize either of those names. Uh, That's sad. Yeah, um, Brent, I'm 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 hanging out in Newport Beach. I think I just saw Marinovich just sleeping under the boardwalk over here. Yeah, you know I don't know. You know what he does? I, I I don't I don't think it's a story anymore. To be honest, and it's sad, but I just don't think it's a story. I just can't believe people still care. I mean, yeah, I, I don't feel mean like that. That where is he at? Question has been answered over the last couple of years, and now it's like, why do we even care where he's at? Right, right. I mean, it's yeah. not like with a guy like Porcel. It's like. 
man, we need to know where he's at because Porcel could potentially come back and really be a player in these races and maybe win. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know where the relevance of J-Law is at this point. I mean, it's not like, it, right. is he going to get on a team? Because if he raced East Coast Lights, he could win. I mean, does anyone believe that at yeah. this point? Yeah. I don't I mean, think so. I mean, his magic was gone. Um, you know, last year in the 450 class, he didn't even have it. You know, he didn't ride the same way. Yeah. He just looked like everybody yeah. else. And God, I think back to that Daytona night when he got second, and just the the beautiful riding style and the the way he attacked the track and was so unique and and jump bumps, jump the breaking bumps, you know, and and uh, it just wasn't there last year. It was gone. You know, what the jail sapped him of it, whatever he had of it, and maybe sapped a few other things as well. But um. What I'll about throw one more thing in there though? I did get one. There was one legit thing I saw in Vital. One great question, which was, Porcel officially is not racing now. Officially didn't get on a team. I know he is not holding out for more money, even though every single team manager has been interviewed said that he asked for too much money. Um, but the press release said he wasn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> is anyone curious as to? I mean, that's he didn't race. Where would he have been? How would he have fit in? Canard got fourth. You know, that's yeah. I'm surprised I didn't really hear, really hear more people ask that. Where, you know. Dude, this sport is brutal that way. You, you literally don't show up to one race and everyone has forgotten yeah. about you. You're, yeah. You are like, wild. I think, I mean, he, he's going to have to suck it up, follow his pride, and take something below him, air quotes, to get back in over here. I literally think people will forget about him by, like, are you... by the time we hit Vegas. People don't even, by the time we hit wow. St. Louis, people don't even know who he is. St. Louis, Weech. St. Louis. St. Louis. Always uh, a litmus test. Uh, what, what do you mean? Do you mean a uh, a Moto Concepts team ride, like well, something just, like that? Just whatever, whatever he can get. I think that's a you know a competitive ride where he can come over and prove himself. I think I I talked to Fisher a little bit on Saturday. He's like, you know, he just he never he doesn't have the, the credentials to to ask for what he was asking for. And he goes, he wasn't even he was like double even being in the ballpark. He wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was like. He needs to cut it in half and then probably take even some more off that, and then we could have talked. Yeah. And it's like, if well, he doesn't but, have the championships, you know, he doesn't have the resume to ask for what he was asking. But Ping, on the press release, on the press release that his agent put out, it said that they're not holding for they're not holding out for more financial compensation. That, that, that's well, what they said. Let me just say this about his agent. Christophe is in France sitting on a couch right now. Right. Oh. Right. Maybe... Maybe that says something. This is an epic story. I don't know where this is. This is something in our sport that we've never seen. And it's going to be amazing. Um, right. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I had more people asking where was J-Law than I had people asking where was Purcell. I right. don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that says for America. but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, what to say about that. I, I don't know where he would be, you know. Uh, before we go, let's touch on uh, a two-stroke race, two-stroke guys racing this weekend in Phoenix. Uh, here's what I think about it. That's me. Sleeping. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, okay. Do we care? I mean, good luck, right, buddy? Like, good thumbs up. Let us know how that is, right? Well, I'm, I still yeah, like two strokes. I actually rode a why is he one twenty five at the racetrack ride day the other day. And well, nobody's saying nobody's saying I don't like two strokes. I just I just don't you know. I want to see that kid race. I think I've heard he's really fast, so I'm anxious to just see him race. I don't care what it's on. The fact that he's on a two stroke, I don't know. 
This is uh, uh, Subra, uh, French kid, right? That's yeah, yeah, Cedric yeah. Subra. He's he's fast, man. The kid's really fast. Yeah. The problem is, I think he's racing it at the wrong round. I mean, Phoenix is like the worst round because it's you know there's always those 45 degree turns and the dirt's kind of loose and slick and I don't know. I think he'd have done better at like San Diego or. You do better on it. Well, I think he's, he's, doing, rounds, he's, doing a, he's doing all the rest of them, or the next three or four, or something. So, anyway, I I, I, I just I don't I even I don't even I don't even I mean I don't even care as far as uh, like good luck, like you know you're an idiot. You know what I mean? I don't know, but yeah, I kind of I feel like you pretty much call him an idiot. Like though, right? No, I mean I don't the, the, like I have nothing against two strokes. Shut up, Fred. I'm doing a podcast. Um. I don't have anything against uh, uh, two strokes or anything. I just don't think it's a smart racing move on his part. I don't care if you're. You know. Well, would you take that or the three fifty? Three fifty. No, Ping. Ping, you ridden both. No, I, I you don't know. know. I, I, I don't know. Really? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll probably if I'm going out to. But doesn't he not ride four strokes or what's his? No, deal? he rides two strokes. He rides KTM yeah, two so strokes. Yeah. That's that's what he's used to. Right. Okay. Weird, but. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's finish this up. Thanks, uh, thanks, David Pingree. Um, sorry for the repeat questions. And um, <laughs> thank, thank me again, and then say sorry again. Yeah, thanks, David Pingree. Thanks for the repeat questions. <laughs> sorry for the repeat questions. Um, thanks, Weege, for doing this. I'm glad that we can officially do this uh, again. And uh, can we do it again? Another 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 week? I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah? Another week. I'm in. Sure. I'm in. I'm in. All right, <laughs> All right. This has been the Racer X Sports Podcast Show brought to you by BTOsports.com. Thanks, Weijin Ping, and I'll see you guys this weekend. See you there. Bye. Yeah. This has been the BTOsports.com Podcast Show brought to you by Racer X. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I had pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX on the iTunes Store to enjoy these and many more great podcasts. You know I've got this friend of me.